last time on Dice Funk. Like I'm used, like Dio is used to being told, like move this box over there, move those things over there. They're, they're not used to being pulled around and physically engaged, so I think they just tip, they topple over immediately. Okay, it's your turn next. Can you actually roll me an attack? Uh, that's the flavor of this. Let's see if you do just fall over on them like a vending machine and end their career. Listen, I'm the law now. There's some new sheriffs in town. I'm, I'm, I'm just here to explore plants. <laughs> it's okay, Dio. It wasn't murder. It was a workplace accident. If they don't officiate you as a living citizen, you can't be charged for murder. Let's go. But I think we are we are not considering carnivorous plants enough <gasps> here. So what if it's got like bat wings, but it's basically like a pitcher plant? So it's got like a big, like gaping mouth. Yes. Uh, into just a pit of acid. Um, I can instantly make a flower bloom, a seed pod open, or a leaf bud bloom. Oh my lord. Okay. <laughs> okay. Where? Um, oh, okay. I'm gonna make a little, little, I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna throw a little seed very subtly so that a little leaf starts just growing out the top of uh, Dio's head. Your group is here to find that information. <laughs> you are the people who are supposed to be uh, mapping this stuff out, but someone uh, just did a very rough survey of the surrounding area. Here's the main settlement. Here is a farm where we take, you know, f- food back and forth and stuff. Here's a river nearby. And then you see uh, in each cardinal direction there are other settlements, but that's as far as it goes. If there are people beyond that, the map maker is not aware of it. So as far as you know, this is like the main settlement where people come, when they come to Arabella, where they where they try to make a life and a couple people have moved on further in each direction. But that's like it. Do, do I get advantage because I predicted they'd come wearing all red? <laughs> I would like to blast them. And it seems to be some kind of combination of brass knuckles and duck foot pistol on each knuckle. So when she punches you, she also fires four bullets through your body. <laughs> this is the coolest weapon that has ever existed. If they're a person, then they shouldn't be a slave. And we thought we were liberating a slave from slave owners. Nah, that ain't how it be. How does it be? Home gang. I don't know what that means. It is an ancient practice that is essentially a kind of duel. It is a legally recognized way to to settle disputes. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my God, that's so fun. Okay, who wants to do it? Okay, Dio, uh, like, uh, strides forward, imitating the walk she was doing. (gasps) So, like, outturned, outturned toes, inturned heels, and then, like, Click like cracks their neck and a perfect imitation of what she was doing. <laughs> uh-huh. And then it goes uh-huh. and then goes So then home gang. I saw a spark against the dark and we erupt, but it's a slow burn. We take our chance and start to dance. Can see enough to know to turn around. The sound of a bonfire carries over fences, titillates our senses, but we don't need the heat. A chill wind is pushing you into me, and it's looking like we might be burning, 
Might be burning, might be burning down. But we're a bonfire. We keep putting in, we keep putting We made a weird energy in the podcast because Mari, as soon as I joined the call, Mari said Austin's. Oh, should I tell the listeners? Because then they'll be listening to it. Shit. I don't care. No, no, no. I wasn't the one being sultry. Everyone be careful. No, you said the word. Fuck. Okay. Well, Austin's being sultry, basically, uh, listeners. We were trying to work out whether Austin sounded sultry today or not. And the problem, as Austin pointed out, is as soon as you ask, does Austin sound sultry, you've poisoned the well. You're listening for sultry voice at that point. Oh, Austin definitely sounds sultry. All fair. I think before Sophie came on, um, Austin was like, oh, no, 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 I wasn't being sultry. I just... And proceeded to sound quite sultry in his defense of not sounding <laughs> I sultry. You. I told you. He, he was being sultry. I'm not making this up. No, yeah. We, we, well, we need a double blind uh, study to, uh, to, to test this. Well, how do we create that? All the listeners have already started thinking it. There's no right. way to lead them in without, right? I don't know. God, I have such an amazing persuasion score. Oh, <laughs> so powerful. Look, there's a couple of weeks before this episode comes out. We could just get a little bit of Austin's audio from this episode and just put it out with oh, no Oh, we could context. put this, like, midway through, you know? I, th- I feel like, you know, you could edit this in post to, like, put this, like, halfway through the episode. <laughs> but then we'd have to do warm-up banter all over again. Oh, we'd have to do warm-up it. banter all over again to get into the podcast to put this whole segment at the timestamp. I'm just being owned. This is an extension of uh, during the at the end of the last recording after we stopped recording. Uh, Mari was uh, anti kink shaming me by saying I was not a good feminist because I didn't want to get stepped on. Oh and then God. this just <laughs> rolled into this episode where I'm some kind of a sultry pervert. Oh, that's true. I think we're just we're just digging deep. We're learning about each other. This is what D and D is all about. Real friends just tell each other every single thought that they have with no filter <laughs> <All boot>. ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So we're at the beginning of a new season. Let's introduce ourselves and our characters quick. We do this for the first couple episodes just to get new listeners acclimated to which voice goes with which character. I'm Austin Yorsky, Dungeon Master. The sultriest voice. <laughs> Chew toy, apparently. <laughs> um, you can find me everywhere at Austin Yorsky, Twitter, Patreon. Chew toy and ally. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, normally I don't like go hard on the sale of my Patreon, but I gotta say, uh, I'm getting surgery tomorrow and I don't have health insurance. Oh my God. Uh, so if there was ever a time where you thought, you know, I could chuck this guy a buck sometime if I felt like it, uh, patreon.com slash Austin Yorsky. By the time you hear this, I'll either be dead or back. So don't worry too much about it. Uh, but, uh, my jaw situation is a uh, thing. So not to be dramatic. I think it'll be fine. I just... Uh, it, you know, you, my my income is public. You can see that I can't afford health insurance, so uh, this is gonna wipe out my savings. I have to pay for it up front if you can spare anything. You should look at like I've, I mean, I've, I have great health insurance. Uh, it's uh, the my company's the government of uh, Ontario. I was gonna say you're Canadian. I don't want to hear anything. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 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 actually getting uh, surgery at some point in the next like couple of months uh, from a clinic that uh, Ron Paul went to because oh uh, it's the best in the world here in uh, Canada, and I'm paying I think it's like three hundred bucks. Nice. Which is very expensive by our standards. Look for for. For for all the problems with the UK health system, if I you know break it break a limb, I can just show up and they'll fix it, and I don't have to worry about anything. And that's that's pretty alright. Yeah. Well, I mean, sorry. This is 
this is a dumb tangent, but like one of the things that's like I don't know interesting with that is like the thing you hear a lot is like with like America, like oh well it incentivizes good doctors and like there's there are like certain <laughs> qu- there are certain like specialists that will go to America because they're like you know you can make a shit ton there, but also like at least here in Canada, my understanding of it is that basically the incentive is instead of being like here is uh, like we'll pay you an insane amount, they'll be like. We have this budget. We'll give it to you to design your perfect, like, dream clinic that will be exactly your specifications. And there's a lot of doctors who actually want to help people or do research who that is way more appealing to. That sounds cucked. (laughs) (laughs) Austin, did we bully you too hard? I'm sorry. No. Are you lashing out? (laughs) (laughs) What? It's not your fault that you're a man in authority and therefore I absolutely have to attack you. All right, let's move on. This is getting weirdly personal. I'm just a jester. I'm a clown for your amusement. Forget about my mortal body. I just wanted to ask if you if you could you know, help. Uh, who else is here today? Uh, I'm Sophie from Mars on all of the platforms. This is me, Sophie. I play a character called Dio. Dio is a strange kind of robot thing that we called a new one. New type of guy. Um... And, I mean, what do I do with my life? I make video essays, uh, mostly. Uh, sometimes I stream, sometimes I write essays, and I don't video them. And you just have to use your reading <laughs> muscles. Um, and that's, but what about Laura? That's what I want to know. Oh, uh, me? Well, I'm Laura. I go by Laura K. Buzz all over the internet. Um, on this season of Dice Funk, I'm playing Juniper, who is a rabbit folk uh, druid that used to be able to talk to plants and was very excited to talk to some new plants and oh no can't talk to plants up here that's a bit spooky um laura k buzz as well you'll find me doing you know twitch twitter youtube uh patreon that's the one that pays the bills i do videos about video game accessibility over on youtube a twitch stream i do a bunch of books that range on topics from children's book about uh, books about gender stuff to um, adult coffee table book about video game character butts. I really, you know, go across the whole spectrum. Uh, Laura K. Buzz everywhere. I'm gonna throw the ball to Mari. What do you do? Oh, I have the special talking ball? Yeah. Alright, okay, I'm Mari, and this season I'm playing Zana. She's a bard, and the most perfect person to ever exist. And if you say otherwise... You're going to die. You can also find me on Geek Remix on all the things on Twitch and YouTube and stuff. But if you want to talk to me, you can talk to me on Twitter. I usually reply to people on there. Um, And that's it. No, no. I'm on a podcast with Laura. You are. Where we want to like rip out our eyeballs every week (laughs) because we know the true face of man. Did you cover the Italian Senate? (laughs) Oh, no, we, we haven't. We because... haven't done yet, but we could do this week. Yeah, I think we should go into the, like, the... Poly- we should do, like, different times, like, you know, dicks and shit have, have been thrown at political times or something. That one Ted Cruz tweet. <laughs> you remember when that, like, dildo was flying around at some press conference? We can do a stuff history like that. of horny elected officials? Yeah, that, there is definitely room for a, just a... Here's, here's the porn that politicians accidentally shared what what do we make of them what is is this is this feminist what you were what you were viewing um <laughs> should, should, should I, I can 
I'll, I'll do my. I'll do my. Oh. I'll, 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 do go crazy. I'm do gonna. It. I'm gonna introduce myself. Um, Who are uh, you? My name's. Uh, <laughs> my name's Sam. Uh, I run a YouTube channel called We're in Hell, where I sort of do. Uh, uh, so I do like sociology. I talk about sociology stuff as like analyzing like trash culture is how I would describe it. You know, really bad reality shows. Uh, you ever seen like the worst reality show in the world? I'm I'm gonna talk about uh, what that says about uh, neoliberalism and gentrification or something like that. Um, yeah, sorry, you can, you've you can... you've, oh, sorry. you've just made me think about the worst reality show in the world. Sorry to interrupt you. The... Have you seen that one where they just abandon the children in like a, a Wild West frontier village? Um, I'm doing a uh, I'm doing a series of like really bad reality uh, shows, and that one is going to be the finale. They leave gonna, them yeah. to Lord of the Flies so hard that it mm, oh, it's a whole thing. Like they don't interfere when one of the kids drinks bleach. It is terrifying. <laughs> I oh I haven't watched any of it yet. I'm saving it, but yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm very aware of it though. Yeah. Um, have you seen I have I want to marry Harry? I I know yeah a friend of mine already did a video about it but yeah <gasps> I'm typing it in now. Um yeah uh, Jordan Teresa did a really good video on it it's it's fucking wild. Um but yeah um uh yeah I I'm playing a character uh Vimble Berry Cheek Calthinian the fourth who is the um uh a, uh a gnome he is the uh uh his parents own a university and he is a cartographer which you know I picked because that's like peak uh fail son uh colonist shit um and but he he may be more uh fittingly known as Dark Justice um who his his real goal in coming here is to um establish a uh free market laissez-faire uh economy so that he can facilitate the rise of a billionaire class which will then go on to fight crime um i already hate this character more than nobi <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not my possible. goal you can't my goal in making this was nobi. to be like <laughs> my, my goal in making this is to make um basically the most heroic good person that you could be while also believing that cops and billionaires are not only good but that we should do everything we can to make more of them so far not a very good dude uh but <laughs> i am up. shocked and horrified i'm so surprised that that isn't didn't turn out to be a good person yeah i'm i'm, I'm a lawful good rogue uh who talks like this because i'm the knight <laughs> Yeah, the lawful good rogue is an interesting character premise, and uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. As long as you eventually die horribly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have four hit points right now, so yeah, I feel like that's that that's not unlikely. Uh, so last we left the adventure, uh, the party had escaped from the settlement near the portal to the new world uh, after accidentally killing someone while trying to liberate Dio from the people who were using them for manual labor. Um, and the people of the town sent Red after you, a large cyclops. I just want to correct the record here. I just want to, I just care about facts. I care about stopping fake news. Uh -huh. um, someone, someone killed themselves on my character? <laughs> okay, so here's yeah. the thing. Fun legal fact. If during the commission of a crime someone dies, that's a, a unique thing called felony murder. Uh, a famous example is if you're robbing a bank and someone has a heart attack, uh, you actually murdered them, legally speaking. 
uh, even though you can you didn't t- touch them whatsoever. Uh, so not to <laughs> get in the details here, because what we are exploring is like the formation of society. That's because oh my god, right? And that's because when you do a crime, you're outside the law, and then when you're outside the law, you're just doing your own society. Like you go over there and do your own town. Uh-huh. Um, and so if someone's with you when the crime happens, you you have to take care of them. Mm, but I think it is also worth noting that we are never outside the law because I am the law. <laughs> and we're all inside you. Okay, let's talk <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Vor arc is coming. But that is, that, that is what we're exploring here is like, what is the civilization? What is society? How do these things start? I think we're in conversation with a lot of the work of uh, uh, David Graeber, I believe his name is. He wrote uh, uh, a book recently about like yeah. society's beginning and so forth. Uh, and so that's some things to keep in mind here is like, wh- love my gravy boy. <laughs> that's what his tr- true <laughs> graver uh, heads to grave fans call him <laughs> our gravy boy. Um, but yes, uh, when red tracks you down, uh, they challenge or she challenges you to a home gang, which I'm pronouncing wrong ironically and not because i'm stupid um (laughs) and and after some discussion uh dio step forth steps forth and accepts the challenge uh to duel this person and so that's where we left it um are you ready we're going to shoot at each other from you know 40 paces you didn't pronounce it wrong babe don't worry Uh, thank you (laughs) the swedish version of the word i just i just said i learned what the Little uh, O on top of the letter means, and I was just telling Austin about it, and then he thought that I meant that he'd said it wrong, and I wasn't. I was just mm-hmm. excited about the cool letter with an O on it. Um, <laughs> I, I have to get excited about Eldritch letters. Blast now. Yes, <laughs> it's time for Eldritch Blast. <laughs> uh, so the sun is setting. There's, it's just this a really amazing sunset because the sun is so much larger in the sky than you're used to, and it creates this very strange <laughs> effect as you two are like at opposite ends. You're actually right near the dividing line between like the biome you're in and the next one, which is very strange. It's like there's mm. an artificial. We talk about like Minecraft like seam yeah. between this kind of plane and yeah. the jungle. So- someone, someone switched to the next. T- Tile set. <laughs> yeah, they ran out of jungle, and so they started putting down some desert because it's all they had. But you're you're like your back is to that. Your heels are almost on the line, um, and you have your eldritch blast. The purple crystal in like the back of your neck glows, and you can shoot a you know, force beam out of your hand. Uh, Red has on her knuckles these brass knuckles with. Uh, what are to us uh, pistol barrels on on top of them, but to you is like, oh, an ancient artifact from the pre-apocalyptic world. That seems bad. Yes. Uh, so we're going to roll at each other. But to me, to me literally, um, there, there's holes on her hands, and that's kind of weird. Uh-huh. So I've existed for like a day. I don't, I don't know what that shit is. <laughs> that that'd be great if you're like I volunteer to duel because I don't know what anything is. What's the worst that could oh, happen? That, that would be great if that's literally what's going on right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll throw our attacks at the same time, Sophie. This is how duels go. Uh, on three, oh, sh- you, how, you queue okay. it up. Oh my god. Oh shit. Fuck. <laughs> oh. oh shit, fuck. Oh, I'm I'm so ready for this. Come on. All right, it's high noon. Uh-huh. On three? Yep. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> I think I uh... I think I double clicked. Is that what just happened there? 
Uh, no, the four was you rolling for deception. Wasn't it you rolling for deception to deceive us into not thinking you was sultry? <laughs> <laughs> Before the show, Austin rolled sultry deception. <laughs> because he was being sultry, and then he got caught. It happens to so the best of us. I rolled an eight. You you rolled an eight, <laughs> and Red rolls a twenty-two. Uh, so you get okay. you get blasted, uh, and your shot goes wild. She is just a much better shot. Although she's a cyclops, so she has uh, you know bad death perception. She is wearing some kind of monocular device. It's basically like a lens held to her face by like straps. Uh, you can see the fan art on our YouTube channel. Um, I'm gonna roll damage on you now. No, I hate damage. No, that's not right. That's not right. Calm down. Calm down. That's not right. Austin, that's several times more than my entire health. That's I misclicked. That's, that can't be. Six damage. <laughs> okay, that's still more than half my health, but it's it's at least it's not 23. <laughs> All right. She does a punching motion, and at the apex of her punch, there's just uh, uh, three explosions, a crack that splits the evening, and you feel just this impact on your chest you are not knocked unconscious but does it hurt your statue uh i think i experience force sensation at the very least um do i feel pain that's a good question i want to say you feel something akin to pain maybe it's different than old ones feel pain you're a new one you have the hip new emotions you know worms don't feel pain but they have the sensation to squirm i think i feel that it's damage and that's very bad because i all of my existence is my body as far as i'm aware i don't well i don't know i haven't thought about that yeah. holy shit <laughs> you... this is a very scary thing that's happening to me right now i haven't thought about where i'm physically contained and as far as i can tell the thing i'm physically contained in is getting damaged oh that's really stressful yeah uh-oh <laughs> a lot of this all goes uh -oh. through your mind at once and everyone looks at you uh, and you dio doesn't feel physical pain but does experience a panic attack <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so everyone sees that does anybody have any reaction because uh red like lowers her smoking fist and like seems satisfied as the eldritch blast goes over her shoulder uh maybe she does like even a cool like little you know t head tilt as it goes by or like a dragon ball z villain uh and it <laughs> slams into the ground behind her and then she just like you know blows the smoke off her knuckles um Juniper's gonna rush over and attempt to use cure wounds? Question mark. Does this work on a robot friend? <laughs> I if if so, magically, I don't know what the flavor would be of of plant plant druid trying to. For balance purposes, if this doesn't work, we're consigning Dio to some severe uh, trouble. So. Well. What if, like, that plant you gave Dio, like, heals Dio? Oh, maybe have some some little, some little tendrils off it start growing down to sort of pull things together and try and mend bits of damage. You know what I think I like? Uh, the, the plant... Yeah, like, it doesn't pull things together. Uh, tendrils shoot down from the plant to where there's damage and just fill up the cracks... Yeah, just sort of, um, yeah. like, mesh, knit mesh the gaps. Exactly. And so it's so like So you really do become a tree. It's like the tree is replacing the stone. It's like kintsugi, when you put the gold in the cracks in the pottery. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love that. I saw a whole um, felled oak trump, uh, stump table, a dinner table that was like that. Yeah. It was really cool. Uh, so, yeah, you can heal uh, 1d8 plus 3. 
Yeah, I love healing 1d8 plus 3. All right, so this duel, I didn't know how it was going to go. I, I had uh, something in mind. If you shot her, she shot you, you shot each other, you both missed. All these were possible. She shoots you, uh, blows the smoke off her knuckles, and then kind of st- starts walking over as if the matter is settled as Juniper walks over and begins kintsugiing uh, plant matter into your wound on your statue if body. Shadow the Hedgehog was Wolverine. <laughs> We invo- we evoke and invoke Shadow the Hedgehog so frequently on this program. <laughs> it's the best video game. It's so fucking good. You're an edgy Sonic the Hedgehog with a gun. What? That's so good. You're black-hearted evil, light-hearted hero. I am all I am. I am all I am. It comes up so often, though, that makes me feel like I'm being judged for being too Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> People who haven't played Shadow the Hedgehog uh, relatively recently probably don't remember that the, <laughs> the the metal song that starts playing at the start goes, No more gods! No more graves! <laughs> Shadow, Shadow, is best fri- Shadow is best friends with the United States president. Everyone forgets that. I've never forgotten it even for a moment. Um, the president has a photo of him in his drawing. <laughs> <laughs> Why are the lips on uh, Shadow all worn out? <laughs> oh, oh. All right. So does the party do anything as Red's walking over? Uh, you see, uh, you know that Dio is in an immortal danger. Do you do you respond or just you let her approach? Yeah, I, I want. Uh, I think uh, Dark Justice is gonna step in here. I want to uh, throw some darts at the uh, contraption that she has on her eye. <gasps> what? Now that's smart. Uh, seven. Unless it's magic. And uh, damage is uh, would be twelve. No, seven does not hit. You whip a dart a- at her uh, Vimble, and she catches it. Mid stride doesn't even look at you as she continues walking up, and then when she stands there, she starts picking her teeth with it. <laughs> Zana jumps in between uh big mommy milkers and goes, "Hey, babes! So don't pay attention to the little man in the furry gimp suit. He's just like, just don't even look at him. Like he can't even hit you. Don't worry about it. It's like a mosquito. Um, but you did just shoot a literal baby." And so I think maybe we just need to calm down and take a few breaths and relax a little bit. Red says, I can't believe you've done this. Red says, I'm calm. Are you calm? Um, if everyone stops shooting with their fingers, yes. She doesn't move the barrels of her fist guns away from Vimble's head as she's talking, by the way, for the rest of the scene. Unless I say otherwise, she's always pointing her guns at Vimble's head. Uh, (laughs) She's she says, I win. Yes. Um, What does that mean? Does that like all of us or just the big, big statue baby? Uh, That's a great question. Um, Red says. Up here, trust is the only currency. And I've marked you. You can't be trusted and everyone will know it. With what? What did you mark us with? Uh, <laughs> I guess, Juniper, <laughs> Juniper, you look up from the wound full of plant material that you are fixing. So, like, are all of us marked? Or just Dio? Y'all are traveling together, no? Everyone will see. 
Like, wait, do people like just like see like like a robot with like plant material and are like, oh, that's that's red. That that's red's mark. Okay, cool. In the wild, no, in the wild west, if a dude showed up who had a bullet hole in him, oh, uh, yeah, that's uh, fair, and was bleeding to death because he'd lost a jewel, uh, uh, you know, you don't you don't take him into your house uh, sometimes if if you if you know it, it sends off a sketchy vibe that this guy's got a bullet hole in him i'm not saying everybody wouldn't let the guy in but lots of people would oh i'm having to resist the urge to in response to this in spite just be like something like ice knife to the face and be like okay well you've been marked too now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my character but i the player I'm just like i just want to fucking leave a mark on you <laughs> Okay, so, like, is there a way for us to um, get unmarked? Can Dio ever be unmarked? Because Dio actually was born today, and, you know, maybe they live forever or something, and, you know, maybe they want to get that removed at some point. Red says, Statue weren't born today. Been here since I got here. But besides that, all there is is debt and trust. Pay off your debt, earn the trust back. That's all there is. Okay, so what is the debt? So, I mean, I, I name-dropped at the beginning Graber. Uh, so I'm not going to be doing this for everything, but this, the idea is, like, in developing uh, societies, like, there is just reciprocal trust relations as a, you know, precondition to civilization. Yeah. The, the impression I get here is we could have traded... For Dio, we did not. We stole Dio, therefore there is a perceived debt, at least to the value of what we probably would have had to trade for Dio, probably more because we stole Dio, is I'm guessing. Well, we can earn trust by paying back our debt, was what she said, so it's a system where now that we've lost trust by being marked, we will have to earn trust by paying a debt in some fashion, whether or not we think we're in the right about taking Dio, right? Um, yeah. like debt is the 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 counter to trust in in kind of Graeber's analysis. Like, um, I, I feel like that's where Austin's going with this is that um, like all all the great expanses of horrific expo- exploitation and and human human rights violations in history. Uh, well, there haven't always been human rights in histories, but just cruelty between people uh, has been driven by you know people. Debt is kind of the point. Is what is what Grave is getting at. Uh, you, you get sucked in like a pyramid scheme, and then you can't leave. So it's basically a, like a rep grind in an MMO. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like that. Are we adding a wrinkle to Zana's character where you're addicted to MMOs, or is that just a Mari thing? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I feel like Zana would be the kind of MMO player who would sweet talk people into giving her high-end gear at a low level by being like, oh, oh, it's just little on me, and then go off laughing as, like, all the the endgame gear. Well, you can get new gear, and you can put points into this tree. I just don't understand what's happening. Oh, you'd be my hero if if you'd show me what that that high-end gear looks like so I could learn. Yeah, I think if I got the gear, then I could learn how to play. Red says... Never sat right with me, the whole statue thing, but uh, they never questioned it. It just kind of gestures at the hole in Dio and says, seems to do pretty much what you tell it. No, it made two opinions of its own. It may or may not want freedom, I don't know. Well, that's why I gone easy on you. If it had been the little guy still pointing guns at Vimble's face, <laughs> probably would have just finished it here. 
but you ain't done it and deserve that. And Dio goes, uh, um, 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 am I alive? Our friends having, uh, our friends having a very existential day today. Don't worry, you've, you've, you've got, you've got your leaf. You're good. Dio, do you feel fear about the ending of your existence, otherwise known as death? I didn't know I was for sure alive before, and now I, uh, uh, uh now I'm definitely alive because I'm in this body. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm in, I'm in this one. It's here. It's the one I'm in, and oh god, and it could go away. And if it went away, then that's is that what being alive is? You're in the body. Is when is when you're in a body is when you're alive. And if you, oh, as long as you're afraid of dying, you're alive. Hey, um, sorry, sorry to intro- I, I'm just looking through my inventory. I have, um, inheritance. Um, I'm, like, <laughs> r- ridiculously wealthy. Should, could I could I just pay for- to just, fi- just fix that? Uh, so this is a great question. I give you inheritance as part of your background. Uh, money isn't oh, okay. exactly good here. No, this is great. This is, like, your feature. As your, part of your background, you get a feature. Uh, this can be something like, you know, rustic, rustic hospitality, where, like, people will offer you a place to stay. In your case, you can, like, leverage the fact that you have a rich family. Now, this isn't, like, exactly like paying someone off because your money's not good here in a normal sense. But if you could promise somebody that your family will come through with them in some kind of way, I, I don't want to, like put you know too much of railroad track in front of you by suggesting specific things but you can leverage that if you can think of a clever way to do it uh my my mommy and daddy are incredibly wealthy and could you know they they do also own a university i mean like is that is that anything i was never one for farming or building houses but i'm a mean shot and i got a heavy fist so my Roll up here is doing what I done here. If I get hurt and can't do it no more, then maybe I need your money. But right now, and she just like <laughs> emphasizes the guns in your face and says, I still got a job. So I don't need anything from you right now. I mean, a, or just a promise of some future work should this not work out it's nice to have a fallback plan oh my, available oh my god you can get like i can give you like such a cushy job like if something happens like it, it's i i'm i'm a I, i'm a cartographer i'm doing like air quotes right now like i i i don't know sh- like this, I, yeah you're you can be just set if you got a job to give and it's better than this one i ain't too proud yeah uh oh yeah no i'm a, a physics professor all right i mean that's you don't have that in front of you i think this is more of like if you establish uh you know a a position up here where she can take it now because she's not gonna walk back down the mountain that walk down mount everest you know to go take a job somewhere she lives here now oh uh, uh, well what 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 if you uh established like a satellite campus here for um uh university uh, studies of um, violence and its ro- uh, power and its role in society studies. <laughs> now, you, earlier you mentioned your parents own, own of your university, and so you said that, and now you've said this. So she kind of brings up, she says, uh, were you with that other group that came through here? Uh, depends. Do we know about the other group that came through here? Roll history. Oh, I rolled an 11. 15. 
18. All right, uh, so 15, 18, 18, 11, the party passes with flying colors. I was thinking that the uh, university kept this a secret from you, uh, but maybe it was a very poorly kept secret. Uh, the highest roll here uh, is 18. Both Mari and uh, Laura got this. So maybe... Um, we gossip a lot, so we know. The, the only per- they were able to keep it from Vimble? <laughs> yeah, you were the only one who had a bad role. I, yeah, I think, Zana, you heard this in your social circles, which was that other people had been sent up to the new world, like like a team very much like yours, and like hadn't come back and hadn't been heard from. And I, I think Juniper knows about this because Juniper had been trying to get on whatever the previous trips up here were, like... The second there was a trip to be done, it's like, no, nope, yep, no, me, 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 no, not this one. Okay, well, next, me, me, me. I, I like that, like, Vimble has, like, very high history, and I like that the idea of just, like, yeah, no, he, like, he knows a lot about that, just no one would tell him something like this, though. Yeah, the, what the dice are telling me now is actually that this was deliberately hidden from you, like, your parents didn't <laughs> want you to know, they're essentially trying to get rid of you. It's not like they wanted you dead, <laughs> but, like, if you died, it wouldn't inconvenience them. Um, this is so weird. Like when at this at the top of the episode when Sam was saying what his character was, I was gonna say uh, I'm doing a thing about eugenics. That I'm doing a video about eugenics. That like uh, where <laughs> I'm gonna call it eugenics: a history of failing to get smarter because it's <laughs> basically a history of fail sons throughout the time. And uh, I, I was gonna say yeah, I, I well I wasn't gonna say, but like a lot of it's based on Graeber, and now I'm like reeling <laughs> because of <laughs> how well Sam's character fits into. Uh, Austin's Graber debt world. <laughs> a fail son here to do horrific uh, crimes to everyone. <laughs> yep, this is all of a piece. So I, uh, Red asks, were you with the other group? And, you know, Juniper and both Zana are able to say, like, oh, yeah, we know about them. No, we're not with them. Uh, and this all just hits uh, Vimble like a truck. You're like, what What the fuck? You all knew about this? <laughs> um, and <laughs> Wait, what? I'm, I mean, wait, what? <laughs> um. No, he weren't with the last group, but um, we were aware we're not the first ones who've been sent up here. We know that much. But tell us the gossip right now, please. I mean, I suspect there's a reason that we got that the the other groups didn't just finish the work and that we got sent up. I'm I I can I think fill in the blanks there. What are you, what are you talking about? You weren't invited to the previous um, thingies that went up. I mean, like, you know, look, clearly they didn't send you up because they wanted to make sure it was a safe thing to send groups up for first, definitely. Right, so they confirmed that it was safe to send groups up, and then they sent me. Also, you clearly make the best maps. Right, 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 right. Right? Totally. So, I mean, that they, I would think that, that would, they would want that on the first trip, not the, af- the after some trip. Well, they, they, they send the, the bad map makers up first in order to, you know, get a rough sketch and then, you know, we can compare to your maps and be like, aha, yeah, now we've got all the details and we can, you know, verify things. It's, it's you know, right, make your totally, verification. Yeah. The, um, yeah. What if it? What if the map ch- the thing changes over time? You send the best one up at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. It might might change every every time. That's yeah. That's probably it. And Vimble's like just sort of like sulking and just sort of like like hunching over and like he's like he's got like drawn his cape around himself, opting out of comedic deception because my character is a, a literally born yesterday yesterday baby is a decision that's torturing me right now. 
Uh, Red says to Bimble, though, seems like you aren't wanted back home, little guy. It's a shame you aren't wanted up here either. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I, yeah, I, I, I go where, I go where I'm needed, though. Um, we need you. Yeah, we need you. Justice isn't always something people know they need. You're really good at like not being noticed, and that's good. You're 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 the justice that people need, not the justice that people want, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's exactly it. Yeah, you're like the knight <laughs> and stuff. We deserve a better justice, but you're the one that's here. Yeah, thank you. So th- <laughs> thanks, guys. Sometimes. I know I act tough, but sometimes I'm not, I, I feel, I don't feel like, sometimes I don't feel very much like dark justice. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I am being 100% sincere when I say that I have only ever thought of you as dark justice because I don't remember your name. <laughs> I thought your name was literally dark justice. Is there... Is no, no, alternate? no, no, that's good. That works. I actually don't know anyone's names. <laughs> oh my god, Dio. I'm oh. Zana. Hi, I'm Ju- I'm Juniper. Hi. Red also introduces herself to you, Dio. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gun still pointed at Vimble's face. <laughs> Vimble had a little insecure meltdown while at gunpoint. <laughs> well, so 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 Professor Red, are you uh how are how are how are we feeling about this? Uh, the, the, you you be you start in your uh, own university here. <laughs> uh, so this I'll say this out of character uh, because you rolled so well and because you have this background ability, you can offer Red a job if you have one. The what you're what you're suggesting isn't really uh, to me fictionally workable at this precise moment. Oh, okay, but like it's on the table if you can think of something. But yeah. Well, can she be like an outpost that we can send, I don't know, owls back to or something? There's, I mean, there's no postal system. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I mean. Can she be the beginning of a postal system? So what if, what, does she know, does she know the area? Can we ask if she knows the area and would she like to be a guide? Oh, yeah, yeah. What, 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 what if you, uh, could, could, I, I'm, I'm the, I'm the resident cartographer here, but you seem to be able to handle yourself and be able to know the area. Would you be able to help us with that as a, as a service to the university with the promise of payment forthcoming for your services? Now, I don't want to say I'm an expert. I've been to settlements in the north, south, east, and west here. And she points behind you all to the the jungle biome and says, folks set out in each direction to try to see what there was to see. Maybe set up a a farm or a little mine. Uh, The researchers came out this way, wanted to take a look at the animals and the weather, I reckon. But uh, haven't seen them since. They ain't come back, so maybe perhaps they got ate up. I mean... It sure sounds like we could do with someone big and strong who has is one of the few people to have survived, you know. That's that is very important work and skill set you've got. 
<laughs> I know you're trying to flat to her, but it sounds a little bit like you're trying to patronize her. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh, you're so brave. Oh, you're so good at your job. Wow, that's so cool that you did that. The, the way it's trying to come across is <laughs> flattery with a hint of flirt. Which mm. is not coming across, but that's what Juniper's going for. <laughs> uh, so here's an interesting thought: is that the kind of the stakes, as Vimble has just learned, is that, like your family doesn't care if you die. Uh, in order to be uh, accepted back into that world, you're going to need to make a big discovery. It's not enough to just kind of walk around in the woods and then go home. You're going to have to actually accomplish something up here in a big way. Uh, I mean, Jun- Juniper wants to do that. So, I mean, that that's not necess- a necessity so much as just a bonus of this. Uh, but then there's the fact that getting back home, you you know, this there's this settlement that hates you and who are you're not trusted. And, you know, someone blames you for a death. So that's a big impediment. I mean, I don't know if this is this is maybe just would not work at all if this is a bad idea. But well, I, like I mean, Vimble, I think Vimble's like idea of what like would constitute um, a major like success would be is you know establishing a, a, like capitalism. Uh, would what if we what if we like started a type of a bank and Red was like the the guard for the bank? Why are you instilling capitalism already? Because Billy and their Batman gnome. The problem is that the bank would be in one location and we're, we're going to move around too much. Like, it would eliminate Red as a character. Like, like Red would just be left behind then. Yeah, so establish, establishing a bank is like an end-season goal. It's like, not oh, something okay, you, okay, unless okay. You, if you if you stop to make a bank, you roll up a new character. <laughs> that said, you should absolutely make your end-season goal to set up a bank, because then Batman would be able to stop the bank robbers. You would have, <laughs> you would have created the only thing you're there for. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I, I realize I've been making a bunch of assumptions here, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to speak up. How attached are you to what you're doing now? And you want you want come come join us? We're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna go a bunch of places where things are probably gonna be dangerous, and you've got very cool big punchy hands. You're very you're very you're very good up there. <laughs> well, thank you, Miss. I ain't too attached to the folks at the settlement except to protect them, and they feed me, and they give me a roof. I I don't know if we can offer you that, but you. You did express that you 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 didn't agree with what they were doing with uh, with Dio here. Sounds like maybe we've got a little more in common morals wise than you do with them. Maybe. Yeah, this was something I was trying to think if the dwarves and orcs would would vocalize. I feel like it, I didn't have them do this because I I just didn't think in character they're thinking along philosophical lines at that particular moment. But like to them, Dio wasn't a slave. They just there was a statue and they said, "Hey, pick up that box." And the the statue picked up the box. They just they didn't see it the same way you did. But she she does see it closer to you. Yeah, yeah. Like, look, you you could stay with the people that that. You know, just saw our friend here as property and not worth, you know, not not worth feeling anything for. Or you can come with us and find out what on earth Dio's whole deal is, and also probably fight some cool stuff in these woods. Red says, well, you lost home, gang, so I don't think I'm going to throw my lot in with you forever, but if you can give me a cushy job after your success... I could ride a ways with you, introduce you to the settlers in the in the jungle if there are any left. 
once again, tipping her hat in the direction of the foliage behind you. If you can get us... If we if we survive this journey and get back to university, I'm pretty sure Batman Gnome over here can get you the cushiest job just sat in a nice office where literally no one expects anything of you. I, I just found out my parents sent me here to die. I The least I can do is uh, give you a job that uh, is, t- pays way too much and doesn't do anything. <laughs> well, sun's going down. Y'all gonna make camp or just... Wander blind into the night. Um, I mean, night seems like a bad time to make that expedition. We probably should camp up and set in in the morning. Although, and Juniper looks up, I don't know how much light there's going to be in there in the day, regardless. Yep, so this is an interesting decision point here. Because you can absolutely just walk in and see what happens. Or uh, you can make a camp and then we'll, we'll get survival rolls. Hmm. Is there any kind of role that Juniper could do to try and, from the outside, get a sense of what pros and cons there would be either way? For example, as suggested there, like, is is there going to be any light, in, like, much light in there in the daytime anyway? That kind of thing. If it helps for deciding anything, Dio has sat down where they fell when they were blasted and is just holding their knees. Nature check to answer your question, Laura. I think. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking probably not going in tonight anyway, but let's do the roll. At five. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not great. You just see uh, this very harsh dividing line and you say like, well, the gods were beyond my ken. Who knows what they were up to? They made a prairie and they made a jungle and that's just the way it is. Uh, Ju- Ju- Juniper puts a hand on the trees to be like, trees, you, is it chill in there? No response. Like, mm. oh. if you oh, no. if you put oh, your no. hand on the trees, here's a, uh, this isn't like a gotcha. I just do want to inter- interject yeah. this for consistency. No, no, go ahead. Yeah. If you if you cross the dividing line so that you can touch the trees, there is an immediate like shocking change in like temperature and pressure. It is suddenly like you're sweating, and it's like it, it is like a night and day change in a way that like mm. is kind of freaky. Um, and you, you, I don't know if you, you don't take damage or anything, but it, no, um, yeah, I'm thinking we camp over, I'm thinking we camp overnight. It seems intense in there. If we go in and we decide we need to sleep once we're in there, I think it's going to be a little tricky. Well, if we camp here, then we'd be intense. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Juniper leave. finds that hilarious. Juniper's <laughs> very, very, very into it. <laughs> red blows your brains out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh it's always this red that does it. It's cool. <laughs> I'm kidding. Roll survival to make camp. Um, you you brought enough supplies. Uh, basically, st- I, I was gonna say you stole the supplies, but you you kind of did the job for them. So I don't know legally what that is. You have some supplies. Five. Nineteen. Nine. Can I roll persuasion to get someone else to do my part of the work? <laughs> Who are you trying to convince to do your bit of the work? Um, <clears throat> red. Sure. Sure. Yes. 24. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love this. Yeah, pay me this picture. Uh, how this works. This is incredible. Red, babes, can you just, like, 
simp it up right now and do all my stuff for me <laughs> and then rub my feet and then cook me food and put the food in my mouth please thank you <laughs> i don't know if she'll do all that but if she sees that you and i touch her face lightly so now she will <laughs> that's a 24 uh, yeah so pers- persuasion checks aren't mind control which is a, a common saying in D because of how players do things like this um but yeah she will do your your work but she she's not going to immediately change personality and become like obsequious she she doesn't i don't know she's not even going to massage my feet may, may, maybe the response from red is something akin to look this this is a little pathetic but fine we need to camp regardless this will get it done what if what if her reaction is this this is another deadweight person who isn't uh who isn't going to be making camp because she's clearly useless (laughs) and then sigh and then i have to do all her work yeah that's what i I was picturing zana like looking at like the tent supplies and being like Oh, the hammer's so heavy. And Reg is like, whatever, just let me do it. Uh, but if you start, if you, <laughs> if you like put your feet in her face and you're like, give me a foot rub. That's, uh-huh. I'm actually laying on the ground with my feet in the air, wiggling them. And then, <laughs> and then like doing a huff every once in a while. Like, uh-huh. no one's doing this. Oh, this me. is really upset for me. Oh my God. Uh, with a 24, <laughs> maybe she does it. Uh, so she's like eating and you see her, your feet are like in her peripheral vision and she gets, gets annoyed <laughs> with it. And so she just like reaches over and just with the barrels of the guns on her knuckles, she's just like <laughs> do, like rubbing your feet with them like in a non Yeah, she's way. totally not into this at all, Baka. Oh my God. <laughs> I really hadn't given any thought to this character's sexuality. Please don't confront me with this. <laughs> look, you've 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 look, you've made her tall and given her gun gun hands. She's she's got a light ladies now. Fair enough. I was just like, how can I make like what if Clint Eastwood was a lady cyclops? And now like by the end of why this... does she even need a sexuality? Can't she just rub my feet? Like <laughs> yeah, why did you have to make a, a foot rub weird? Yeah, I'm just trying to have a simp. Austin Tony, and that's why. Oh, well, he's sultry. <laughs> We yeah. we skip ahead twenty episodes and Red and Zana are married. <laughs> oh, fuck. And Zana's in jail. <laughs> all right. So, do you all do anything around the campfire? Any conversations about the Buckwild first day in Arabella? Uh, a man was dead, uh, covered in the guts. Had a duel. Uh, learned the shocking stuff about your family. So, y'all know any uh, fireside ditties? Um, I, uh, I know a, I, I know a, I know a, a tune about, um, different, different stratas of vines, but it does require a lot of entomological knowledge of how different vine species are sort of subset, separated. Probably not the best choice for a group sing-along. So, um, uh, am I, am I a vine? Am I, what did you... Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a vine now? <laughs> Red scratching Zana's feet with one hand, uh, pointing her guns at Vimble's face with the other. <laughs> <laughs> now this is a healthy boss-employee relationship. <laughs> the, I can, I can sing the, the, uh, Calthinian University fight song, but it is extremely racist. <laughs> 
<laughs> the day we recorded this, the Washington football team chose a new non-racist name. Uh, <laughs> like it's it's a it's a lot of like like slurs that like like are you would need like a history degree to know the depth of them, but are incredibly bad. No, I want to know if I'm vines now. Dio baby, if you want to identify with the vines, you can. But you're, who you are as a person has nothing to do with the shell. You've, you've got some vines as part of you, but how you see yourself is up to you. But what if I was... What if more of my... This, uh, pointing at uh, near their bullet wounds um of the stone was fell out and uh, more vines grew when would i be would i still be me ship of theseus drink 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 yeah. <laughs> well who we are isn't a static thing we change over time we grow we become different things over time and that's something that you have to sort of learn again and again over time. You you learn who you are, and then you learn some more. Yeah, sometimes you're vines, sometimes you're not. Sometimes there's more vines and less vines. It's all part of growing up. <laughs> <laughs> Agent Smith, Batman. Um, yeah, I'm uh, currently, uh, once I was small, now I'm still small but less small. <laughs> Um, Dio, um, <laughs> I was just, I was about to, like, name a gesture, and then I just realized, like, Dio probably has, like, hasn't seen enough gestures. Um, Dio <laughs> po- points at Red and says, um, Hey, thank you for shooting my body. I am growing. <laughs> Well, you're welcome. It's my pleasure to shoot a body when the situation calls for it. Luckily, uh, a lot of people need shooting. I may need shooting again. It's uh, making me grow and change as a person. Dio, maybe you shouldn't try to seek out destruction in order to grow and change because um, you might die from that. But... What if I don't die? Like, what if I just turn into, um, all vines? Um, you know what? This is your journey. Okay. <laughs> okay, thanks. Feels <laughs> <was> good now. <laughs> um, so, Red, how long have you been up here? Oh, a while now. You know, the first, uh person come up here captain young did the first expedition came back home uh split up the crew went on a second expedition i came up with the third uh with captain Dwayne, and i settled down here because uh you know without no law some people uh taking things hurting people didn't have no one to turn to and i didn't have anything back home. You know, it's uh, criminals and failures up here mostly. 
mean, it's also new. It's... There's not a lot that can have gone wrong up here yet. Like, I only got here today and I keep just stopping and looking around at the fact that this place is just... Nothing's been ruined. And that's pretty magical. Enjoy it while it lasts. We're well on our way to ruining it. Ground's already got a taste for blood. Yeah, that's... It's not an ideal start. Which are you? Criminal or failure? Um... I'm Dio. <laughs> <laughs> um, Juniper goes to say I'm neither, and then thinks about the plants that can't be heard, and as uh -huh. I, I, I mean, probably more failure than the other. What about you? Uh, Red's just pointing to. Red is already pointing at your face, Vimble. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the knight. Alright, so a big failure. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, little lady? Um, okay, so like due to circumstances totally outside of my control, I'm here on permanent detention. They said I couldn't be in that world anymore. Ah, the criminal of the group. Nice. I'm not a criminal. It's detention. Oh my god. <laughs> it's just it's interesting studying the history, you know, mostly of the age of exploration because a lot of the people who are, you know, celebrated uh adventurers or whatever, besides being bloodthirsty psychopaths, were like all like second sons to families yeah. who were like either either join the clergy or get out of our face basically. Yeah, there's a, there's 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 a big pattern of also like uh as well like the, the big figures in colonization uh in, in colonialism like uh cecil rhodes being like ambiguous according to accounts ambiguously autistic or gay or both um like and i, I feel it's it's like a noticeable pattern like the like basically reasons why people why families would send away someone who is otherwise you know a, a perfectly yeah. normal person You've got the you've got the criminals and the social outcasts. I have a personal theory <laughs> right. that everybody in Australia is really hot because they're all descended from criminals. <laughs> yeah, but not like leather jacket criminals, like scurvy criminals, like criminals from. I'm Britain. saying that yeah, but people in Australia are like really hot. So like, explain it. Have you seen British criminals? Well, no, because all your criminals. Were sent to Australia and left only ugly people behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a time, all the criminals in Britain were hot, and now they aren't. Yeah, yeah. and now they aren't. You deported all of your hot criminals. They're thriving in Australia. <laughs> this, yeah, you all have this uh, scintillating conversation about the sexuality of crime, uh, and eventually you find uh, Red has stopped listening and has gone to sleep. <laughs> Dio uh, carries on looking around a bunch. I think that's something that, they, they, that like Juniper, they've been doing all, all day. And they definitely keep doing it all night. Um, and uh, they don't sleep, I think. So 
They're awake. <laughs> Hooray, body, uh, overnight bodyguard that doesn't need to sleep in a dangerous new world. Hooray. Yeah, I, I said it, and Austin didn't immediately oppose it, so it's a, it's a part of the character now. It's canon. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's happened before, like, um, a couple of seasons ago, we had a character who's a Thrycreen who didn't need to sleep. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like last episode when I said I'd never need food, and Austin also let that happen. So I'm just I'm just going to be OP. That's my plan. Oh, my God. Yeah, normally there are certain uh, species that get that ability. Thrycreen and elves don't need to sleep, and Warforged don't need to eat. You're just uh, trying to grab all these features through your Goliath uh, base, <laughs> which is against the rules, but also, like, <laughs> what am I going to do? I have no power over Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah did you see last season come on <laughs> yeah i just had yeah i should just count my lucky stars you didn't murder red in her sleep <laughs> yet that's not dio's character yet there's <laughs> still time uh-huh. all right look sophie you could just say it you're just, doing it no one can stop you it just depends how it just depends how much i'm around laurie's character that's all yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much we want to look behind the curtain, but yeah, when I was talking to Sam about the premise for this season, I was like, uh, Sophie's made a blank slate, and um, Mari's made a character who seems pretty bad, and Laura's made a character who seems pretty good. So they're going to be like tug of warring for this baby, <laughs> yeah. and then you're the X factor. I don't know which way you're going to go, because you're, <laughs> you're a lawful good rogue, and that could go any number of ways. Oh, we'll see. I mean, I, th- I think I think I think it'll be I think it'll be great. I think it'll be great. All right. Uh, the next morning, uh, when you all awake, you find Red has already packed up the camp, or as much of it as you're like not using, sleeping bag wise. Maybe she actually does. Like, that'd be pretty funny if you're awoken by her, like just picking you up in the sleeping bag and like dumping you out. <laughs> um, <laughs> be like, it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the funnier is uh, she she bafflingly removed you entirely from your sleeping bag without uh, you even noticing. She's just efficient. She's just she's just a machine. She's just a packing machine. Uh, her Zorplak is uh, in the camp, I guess. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. I was going to have it do something earlier, and then we got caught up in a different conversation, but it's here. And she uh, she sends it back to the settlement with like a bag and like a note or something, be like, uh, gone to check gone to check on the western settlement be back tomorrow or something and sends it back to town <laughs> not a lot of confidence in our they party they don't need saddles because their skin is so soft oh my god what oh no they don't need saddles because their skin is so soft oh, well like a lover <laughs> oh god and warm like a friend zana zana you take 19 damage oh. <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> What do you all do? So there's this weird dividing line. You look left and right, and it's like you can't see the edges of this jungle biome. Uh, and you know if you cross the line, it immediately becomes like twice as warm and humid. What do you do? I walk in. Um, I put on some setting spray. All right, Dio, you just crash right into the, the underbrush and start going. Um, and <laughs> everyone else is like, oh, <laughs> shit. Leaving a Dio-shaped hole behind as I go. <laughs> just no fucks given. Um, I'm going to do one of my things I can do. I'm going to do Druidcraft, which is a cantrip that can do a couple of things. Um, one, of the, one of the things I can use it to do is create a tiny harmless sensory effect that predicts what the weather will be at my location for the next 24 hours. I'm trying to get a sense of, is this actually the weather here? Is it an illusion? If so, is it going to change? Like, trying to get a sense of what should we expect in this weird weather bubble. 
Yeah, that's great. Uh, I'm reading Druid Craft now. The effect might manifest as a golden orb for clear skies, a cloud for rain, falling snowflakes for snow, and so on. Yeah. Um, do I do I learn anything from this? Yeah. So Dio crashes right into the the jungle. You uh, pull out uh, your little mitts, your <laughs> your little uh, you know gl- uh, gloves, and put them on, and summon a little uh, Druid Craft. Uh, orb in your hand and it seems like at first it's like glitching like it's trying to like trying to make a big raindrop trying to make uh, a, like a little sun to say it's going to be hot and then it keeps like morphing and uh, roiling as if it's having trouble getting a beat on things but eventually it settles into something you've never seen before which is uh, raindrops going up out of your hand like uh, like it's you're holding a little rainstorm in your hand, but instead of the rain falling into your palm, it just goes up and disappears. Can you move around holding it? Yeah. So yeah, let let's assume for now I am keeping this unless there's a reason not to. I'm just gonna sort of try and keep it active as I go around and keep an eye on if it changes. Just my little handful of upwards rain. Mm hmm. Uh, so uh, to get through, uh, Dio, can I actually get athletics? Oh hell yeah! Because there are like branches around your ankles. There are like vines that are pulling on your, you know, arms. For the first time in my life, athletics is a high skill. <laughs> <laughs> but I only rolled a ten. <laughs> yeah, that's average, which is which means you don't get like far ahead of the group. Uh, you don't also like fall down and break something. This is uh, in a way, this is actually better than a good outcome because if you got like a twenty, I'd be like, you just crash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right through all the trees and you just you're gone (laughs) uh but everyone can catch up to you eventually juniper's holding an upside down rainstorm which is very odd but doesn't seem uh, unsafe be cautious this weather probably isn't all it seems there's probably more to this than just it's hot and wet interesting um and uh, Dark Justice is gonna uh, follow in after um, uh, after Sophie. Yeah, Red's in the mix too, walking with you all, crunching through the the jungle. These plants, uh, you Juniper, as the plant expert, I'll say you don't recognize any of them, but they don't strike you as like so outside the bounds of like normal plants. They're not all wacky the way uh, Brian last week was very <laughs> wacky for an animal. It's, it's it's the plants aren't upside down uh, upside down rain. They they they're conceptually okay. Um. I, I think as we walk in, um, Juniper's going to strike up a conversation and say, um, so, Reg, you were saying you've been in here before. Not very far, but you've been in. Um, you got, got anything to warn us? Was, it, was there, were you just in here out of curiosity, or was there, like, something important going on? Well, the people of the Central Settlement, you know, they task me with settling disputes and ending fights and whatnot. Home gang, as you're aware. And I offer the same to people in the north, south, east, and west settlements. Settlement being a bit strong for this jungle here, but that's why I check in on these folks. But in that first group, uh, eggheads who come through here, that animal professor sure seemed confident that there was some kind of had they put it uh ecosystem for an apex predator around here so 
I wouldn't be surprised if we come across their bones before long. Well, they just made a really nice house in a tree. <laughs> Can we see any, like, paths or anything, or... Uh, so why don't we roll perception? I will say in that sentence, you can hear me realize that none of you have a name for the first settlement you went to. Uh, but you didn't stick around long enough to get into that discussion. But my plan, if someone had asked or looked into it, was that right now it is a hot button political issue what to name the first settlement of the new world. <laughs> and that basically uh, it was put to a vote and the it was like too close to tell. And so they decided to put it off because everyone wants to name it after themselves or like their family yeah. or whatever. So they're like, no, it's just the settlement for now. We'll wait and we'll see if something happens that's worth naming the town after. Cause it's the first one in the whole <laughs> new world. Uh, 10 on perception. 18. Uh, let's see. Uh, 18 is the highest, but it's the only one over 15. So that's a, that's an average on looking around. Um, you do see, here's what I'll, he'll tell you. You see a bunch of little creatures. Um, there, there are a variety of like, you know, bugs and birds in the surrounding area, but they seem mostly like regular bugs and birds. They don't stick out to you as being wacky, uh, because you have to assume that like there was a God of birds and there was a God of bugs and that they made birds and bugs for you but then if there was a god of like terror he probably was like oh you got i'm gonna make something for them <laughs> they're gonna love this so you know like really got <laughs> weird with it um so that's kind of how that played out uh but these these things with your perception check that i want to draw your attention to they're like little flitter flittering fluttering things that you think maybe are birds or bugs at first which is why i keep using those examples but then one lands like near your head on a tree and you get a good look at it I'm going to put a picture in the rule 20. Levi designed these. Uh, they're <laughs> And also named them. They're called oh, hamsects. Because they're hamster <laughs> insects. What? Uh, they are, oh, that rules. They're exactly what they sound like. <laughs> I, want to bef I want to befriend the little blue one. Uh, they come in a wide variety of colors. Red, green, orange. But they're like little round mammal creatures. Just little soft, oh squishable guys. But they have like almost see-through. You have to make these real. <laughs> we have to make these Austin, real. Make it real. <laughs> hey, hey! So everyone on this podcast who's been creating abominations and horrors, you could have been creating this at any moment. I didn't make an abomination. I made Brian. What's wrong with the Zorplak? They're soft, like a lover, and warm, like a friend. Yeah, that's their official tagline: <laughs> soft, like a lover, and warm, like a friend. Look, next next time we're asked to create something, I'm gonna chime in and try and try and make a nice, cute, soft, small thing. It's gonna be lovely. Oh, I mean, I've got um, my my friend made something that's very similar to this that I think I think might like add a bit of like nice flavor. I'm just uh posting this in the uh in the uh, Discord right now. Um, this is uh. These are scrump rumps, which I think are. Uh, <laughs> oh my oh no. god! It's like these, but much <laughs> oh, thicker. Oh, they got little butts! I don't like the way he's looking at me. <laughs> yeah, why is he presenting? It's, it's got quite a sultry look on its face. Yes, no, that that's intentional. Wait, why? Why am I seeing through them? Why am I seeing their organs and their boobs? That's sultry right there. Why is it breasts? Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. Uh, there's like there's a lot of pictures. I'm gonna try and find some more. To uh, there's like a vivisected one. Um, is that a vagina? What am I looking at? Yeah, no, they um, 
There's a whole weird, there's a whole specific backstory. My friend uh, Maya Bendavid uh, ben uh, made, um, they're called scrump rumps. There's a, you know, it's an elaborate backstory where they're like sort of a mythical creature that likes having sex with this like gardener who like uh, is like tasked with getting rid of them and that's what keeps them in line. It's, Are you, it's you're just putting your friends. Sam, it's 2.13 a.m. where I am. Please, I'm begging you. Okay, so the audience doesn't know anything about Sam right now. I'm partially, I'm suggesting maybe posting this as your announcement, you're joining the cast. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a shout out for my friend. I don't know why you're... (laughs) Oh my God, as the... As the video goes on, it gets hornier. <laughs> they have wings! Ah! <laughs> it gets, yeah, it's so much hornier. <laughs> my friend is horny. This isn't, this isn't my thing. This is my friend's thing. It's your thing. That's, no. You wa- and you're into the fact that we're reacting. She would be very upset about me taking credit for it. <laughs> uh, for the audience, if you Google scrump runt is the first result. Scrump runt, uh, Maya Ben David, yeah. S-C-R-U-M-P space R-U-N-T. And we're going to move on, but I do like the idea that every time I say, can uh, you all come up with an animal? Uh, Laura and Mari have a fucking duel. <laughs> like, it's like the way this episode started, <laughs> where you both have to draw your pistols to make something cute or horrifying first. Oh. Well, no, I let it be. I just listened to the cuteness, and I was like, that's a good one. I know Maya, Med- Maya Ben David. She made the Snake Girl Holocaust film. Yeah. Nice. What? Yeah, she she did. She yeah, works. her Snake Girl Holocaust thing is awesome. She's so cool. This episode took a turn. Uh, they're ham sects. They're very cute, and they're fluttering all around you. Um, but they do seem, uh, you know, delightfully chicken nugget sized. Uh, so you figure if there was like a predator who's at any moment about to come out and like eat your face, uh, they wouldn't be so present. They would be like running and hiding. Oh, are they pink? Is there any pink ones? Sure. I grab one. Uh, That's pink. Animal handling, please. Oh, shit. Okay, hold on. Do, do, do. Come on. Let me have this. <laughs> 20? Oh, not 20 plus one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're bonded for life. We're psychic. <laughs> Uh, so you got a crit. Oh, man, I wasn't ready for this to happen, but something very interesting happens. You grab that the hamsect, uh, Zana, and you feel... The scrump rump. <laughs> nope, the scrump rump is something else. We can introduce it later if you would like, if you want to put that in my canon. I feel like your friend is going to sue me if I do that. Uh, yes, yeah, literally she will. <laughs> okay, well, then well, there's I mean, no scrump bit, That is her thing. She likes feuding with people and like threatening to sue them. <laughs> okay, well, let's not do stuff. that then. Okay, scrump runts are not canon. Here's what is canon. <laughs> Here's what is canon. Well, I think it'll be fine if we like say like copyright Maya, you know? <laughs> no. Austin, what's canon? Tell us what's canon, Austin. It's 2.30 in the morning. You grab the ham sec and there is like an almost electrical feeling that goes into your hand. It's like you put your finger in a light socket and so like a, it runs through you, but not in like a damaging way. You don't take damage. It's a very strange feeling. Uh, can you constitution saving throw for me? Oh my god, what, what's happening to me? Yeah, uh, I didn't know you were going to crit. This wasn't going to happen unless you crit. Alright, so that's a t- 
17. Great. Uh, so this chill runs through you. Uh, it is powerful, but not overwhelming. Uh, if you had failed, uh, maybe you would uh, be overwhelmed by it, but you stand it pretty well. And you, uh, your view, like looking out your own eyes, swirls a bit in front of you, and then you see, so, you just suddenly see a completely different view. Uh, it is like a much smaller view uh, of, and it's higher in the air. You, you swap bodies with the ham sect? Did I freak you Friday? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, you look around through eyes that are not your own. Um, I look. Wait, oh, I look at myself and go, "Wow, I'm like really hot." And then I try to see <laughs> if I can move my own body while looking at myself. You know, instead of just like being like, "Oh my god," I just go like, "I see." Like, can I move myself around so I'm looking at myself at different angles with the the handset, the pink one. This is so. This is incredible. So you look at yourself and you're like, oh, wow, I'm so hot, which is fucking great. And you see uh, the half-elf, Zana, uh, kind of sit down on the jungle floor and begin scratching behind their ear with their foot. <laughs> yeah, and then I run over and I, you know, squeak and stuff. Oh, I fly over. Uh-huh. All right, I Freaky Friday <laughs> with the <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so if I, like, jump on myself, do I switch back or something? Uh, so do you want to? Can this be like a flip-flop thing for whenever I need to? Oh, you're getting ahead of me a little bit. Would you like to be back in your body? Yeah. Is that a thought Can that I crosses your mind? crashing through yeah. and just smash into her? <laughs> okay, well, if Zana stops and sits down, I think the group notices and you can start to walk back. But if uh, if you in your mind, Zana, want to be back in your body, yeah, your vision swims again and you're seeing the ham sect as it fl like flies over to you to look at you. Um, Hell yeah. And everyone can see Zana sitting on the floor of the, the jungle getting like progressively dirtier as this hamster is up in her grill squeaking and flapping. I, I, you were right down there. You are you are getting mud on your outfit, which I'm assuming is not your jam. I, I, I'm, I wouldn't think is... You're not that kind of person, right? Can I, as the hamster try and do some sort of performance or persuasion thing for them to understand that I am the hamster. Uh, so right now you're in your own body, but you can switch back to the ham, the ham sect if you would like. Oh, okay. I'm back in. I'm back in. Oh, hey guys. I like switched bodies with this little pink thing. And I look even better than I thought I did because I got to see myself through the <laughs> hamster's eyes. But also like, oh my God, this is my buddy. Oh my god, it's like you have the world's most powerful compact. You can see yourself from any angle now. <laughs> Wait, you what you how? I don't know. We just like had a connection, you know. Austin made that that compact joke, but I feel like this hamster is filling the ecological niche of the the mirror. Like you don't have a lot of mirrors <laughs> in the Wild West, right? Uh-huh, looking glasses as they called them. <laughs> uh -huh. There you um, go. Yeah, this is so funny. I thought maybe this would come up like halfway through the season. We're in episode three now, aren't we? <laughs> so, so are you, are you just swapping back and forth now, just being like, "Yep, yep." That, that can we that. do this with like all of the animals, or just like ourselves? Just like some? <gasps> it's like you know, you just have to find your little soulmate. Oh, oh, 
Uh, Juniper instantly asks how it's done because Juniper wants to try and do this. Okay, I just like picked one because it was pink and pink's my favorite. So maybe you have to like pick something that calls to you. Yeah. You know? I think what's funny about this is because you grabbed a pink one and then you kind of swap back and forth a couple times now. Uh, you, you're getting a sense of its personality. Uh, it is, you know, a very alien mind to yours. It, you don't share like a lot of brain structures or thought patterns, but you're getting the sense that of all the ham sex in the jungle, this is like the the one that's considered most attractive among them. It's like a very vain animal. <laughs> Also, I got the hottest one. So, like, <laughs> mine's the sexiest. She has the fattest ass. Oh, my so God. Just letting you all know. Oh. So, um, J- J- Juniper now now is is very invested in can I find my little ins- my insect counterpart. That's great. Um, th- and a funny thing is uh, you can try as many ham sex as you would like, and I don't think you're going to get the same result. Well, you'd have to crit, right? Yeah, that's the thing, is that I'm not going to let you just roll and roll and roll and roll until you crit. It has to be a kind of organic discovery. Okay, can I try one roll to see to see if I crit? I want, I want to roll now. Let's let the dice do I, its thing. What do I roll? Animal handling. Imagine if we all crit in a chain. Uh, no, 12. I was kind of dreading it. I was like, this was not supposed to be like this. What if they all crit right now? <laughs> I I was so ready for that crit. I was like, what if I just don't put the, the D in the slash roll D20 plus 5. I just put roll 20 plus 5 and be uh-huh. like, C25. <laughs> all right, yeah. So Juniper spends a couple minutes just trying to grab the ham sex out of the air and nothing like this happens. And eventually they... they you know, go into hiding because these prey animals don't really like being chased and grabbed. So oh, eventually no. you run out of th- ways to try this. Can't, can't, be a, can't be a ham set, can't talk to a daisy. What can I do? Yeah. Aww. Yeah, but like what if a really cool one comes up later? I don't think Juniper, I don't think Juniper would try again for a while. If a really cool one comes up, it's probably not going to match with Juniper. don't worry junie you're probably gonna like match up with a giant like dragon or something look look the the one that juniper would match up with is probably hiding in a bush very keeping very well away from the big scary predators (laughs) oh so is it like if we create animal handling on anything and then it becomes oh my god it's not just the ham sects no, yeah, it's on any animal. Oh, fuck. I'm going to crit on a Brian. I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's really all of us are just going through life trying to crit on a Brian. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so after watching this uh, sh- shenanigan scenario for a while, Red eventually gets fed up and says, come on, we ain't got time to play with these animals. Don't you want to see if you can swap brains with a little fuzzy thingy? Nah. <laughs> a little fuzzy thingy can't hold one of these. Red just holds up her brass knuckle pistol. No, but it, it might have tactical advantages for you know, different vantage points and stuff. Red says to the ham sect, Home gang? <laughs> <laughs> 
Mari, you have control of the ham sack from now on. So if you wanted to do anything, that's on you now. I I renounce. Okay, and it flies up. Okay, it flies up and then tries to do like a special handshake with Red with its <laughs> tiny little hamster paw. Um, shit. All right, hold on. Let me. I'm gonna. No. I'm gonna roll a wisdom saving throw to see how she resists the desire. Because you're you're basically taking my stoic character. You're trying to make her rub your feet and like your animals. This is. It feels like we're on the precipice of a character arc. How quickly did Mari seduce Sun Moon Stars at the start of last season? <laughs> I rolled a ten. So that's average. Um, I, I think your spell save DC is what I would aim for. So it's like 13 or 14. So I'm going to say uh, the, the ham sec flies over and tries to initiate some kind of handshake with red and red like does, uh, you know, turns away, like not interested Baka. And then you keep doing it. And eventually she turns back and is like, fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Are, do you take over the ham sec to do this? Or are you, are you just witnessing this Zana? I just like communicate to the, you know, because we're now we're connected. You know, this is like my Damon from it's Golden Compass, you know, yeah, Dark Material, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I'm just like, yo, try and do a cool little handshake. We're like, see no more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I gotta be specific. These animals don't talk. I've had enough talking animals. No, <laughs> <laughs> they just like empathically give me the idea kind of like when you know when you make eye contact with your dog and you both know <laughs> you both know the secrets beyond the veil of death yeah i know <laughs> yeah it's just like so you know you ever just like look at your dog and the dog's like oh you want me to go do this and i'm like yeah i do you know i want to investigate oh a 20 i want to investigate if th- these are alive Dio, uh, paint me a picture of your investigation. This is precisely what I wanted because we've rolled survival and nature on this jungle. Investigation is the last uh, applicable skill. So the different textures on the moving model that I sent you is a digital art exhibition that I uh, saw where a little guy just keeps on marching and he changes to different textures. And I was reminded of that because Dio is marching along like that just now. And we had Dio get a bit replaced by plants. So I was like, oh, imagine if it was like that. Anyway. Uh, that's that kind of walk, just like powering on, never changes in pace. But while they're doing that, they just uh, just grab plants and animals uh, <laughs> from all around them, from within arm's reach. And they, they look at them, and then they they reckon, they try and judge whether they're alive, and then they put them back and keep them, keep on moving. Uh, what does it mean when you roll a nat 20, but then you get a 19 because you're a negative one? Like- oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> While Sophie was talking, Mari also rolled investigation and crit. So when you crit, you crit. This is a, a homebrew rule. This is actually a very common way to play in D&D, but I just want to acknowledge that it's not actually in the book. It's how we do it, uh, where crit is just like the best you can do regardless of other modifiers. So you, when you crit, you crit. Um, so you're, you're grabbing handfuls of plants and animals, Dio, looking at them, just absorbing that raw information. Um, and I think seeing you do that, uh, Zana communicating with the ham sect because you have this this bond. It's not just that you can switch back and forth. You can like feel what they feel, see what they see, uh, hear what they hear, like as you're going about your business. And so the ham sect kind of communicates to you wordlessly, like, "Oh, that one's poisonous. Don't touch that." <laughs> like, "Oh, over there or something." Well, no, they're gossiping me. They're gossiping to me uh-huh. because we're because they're supposed to be like you know my emotional equivalent, uh, right? Exactly. Like they're being like, "Oh my god, that plant over there is 
the poisonous one. Mm-hmm. Like, don't even, you know? Exactly. And so you see uh, Dio pick up, uh, you know, a rock or something, and the ham set communicates to you that, like, oh, that rock is from that weird uh, structure over there to the to the west. Um, and that, you know, that's news to you. You're like, a structure? What does that mean? And so with your crit, what you get is you know exactly where to go thanks to your ham sect. <laughs> I'm really... In the in the distance, Dio turns around holding the rock and yells to Zana, this one's like not alive and puts it back for her. <laughs> Good job, little baby. There's a big thingy over here. Let's go over here. Okay. Is it alive though? <laughs> um, no, but it's big. Come on. Uh, the group goes in that direction, led by Zana and the ham sect. And I don't know if what you were expecting. I think someone earlier said something about a treehouse or maybe like a cabin. I, yeah, I, I think I suggested everyone living in a happy, happy big treehouse in the woods. <laughs> yeah, so you might have that in your mind as you're approaching uh, this, what was called a structure. Uh, and it, it is not that. It, you are all actually pretty shocked when you come through uh, a wall of foliage and you are met with the site, which is a, a kind of ring of stone which uh, demarcates a clearly artificial area in this jungle, but rather than being like a house uh, or any kind of above ground structure, it seems to go down. It is uh, like the, a basement entrance to a building that doesn't exist. There's all there's basically a hole in the jungle and stairs going down. We we found we found the hatch in Lost. I've never seen Lost, so if this is uh, <laughs> eerily close, it is unintentional. I'm, 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 I'm. It's a bit of a stretch for comparison. You're in the woods, and there's a big hole in the ground, and there's some stuff down in the in, in underground. One of the only things I know about Lost is all the characters are named after philosophers, uh, which is exactly the kind of bullshit I do. So, <laughs> I mean, it's either it's either that or it's um like biblical allegory. So you get a lot of like shepherds and like names like that. Oh fuck, that's also my shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, if Lost didn't exist, there would be a season where one of the main NPCs is John Locke or something, and then they would die horribly. <laughs> um, I. I- <laughs> Uh, I was gonna say I would fight them, and then you were just like, and they'd die. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so th- there's this sh- very strange stone uh, circle, or it's like a stone rectangle with stairs in the middle of it going down. And the ham sec communicates to you, Zana, that like people like you went down there and never came out. <laughs> okay, guys. So from my very special. <laughs> From my, from my very special and unique bond that you guys can't achieve with this <laughs> ham sec, um, they told me, psychically, of course, because we're so close, um, that if we go down there, we'll die. Well, really what they said is that people like us go down there and they don't come back. So maybe it's like a total rager down there that people don't want to leave. But I think it's probably that we're going to die if we go in there. Red says, well... You ain't got nothing to go back to, and you need to earn the trust to join society, so. I can at least find out whether the trees here have roots or not. Sure, let's do this. If there's anyone in trouble down there, we have to help them. But they're dead. (laughs) They might be alive. Exactly. We should go find out if they're alive or not alive. Okay, but, like, remember how... 
Like, but you could die if we go down. That's a risk I'm willing to take. That seems unlikely. Like, what would even happen to me? Like, you know how you're existing? It would stop. And also, it looks dirty. So, ooh, we can't. Oh, let's go. Is dirt alive? Um, <laughs> Ju- Juniper will get some mud and just throw it in, um, in your general direction and go... Okay, that problem solved. Let's let's go. I want to know about root systems. <laughs> Whatever. Let's go. <laughs> They're just jealous of our bond. <laughs> I I am. Um... Dark Justice is full, like cowled up, like wrapped in his cloak, ready to like <laughs> like yeah. He's into this, ready to like jump in like a heroic pose. And then, and then Dio picks up Doc Justice, <laughs> looks, <laughs> looks at him, and then goes, "You're alive," and then puts him back down again. He like nods stoically and like acts like that didn't like mess. <laughs> J- Juniper will make sure to mention at some point during during all this. Be very careful when you take things to pick them up. Look at whether they're alive or not, and put them down. Because some plants. They need to be in the ground to be alive, and if you take them out the ground, they might not be alive, and then you put them back, that might not put it back. So just be careful. All right. So the party descends these stone stairs in the middle of the jungle, down, down, down into the darkness, not knowing what they can, what they are going to find. Can someone carry me? My shoes don't want to be touched on this. Please. As your voices echo in in the stairwell, growing quieter as you you descend down into the depths, uh, back in the jungle, there's just the the distant squeaks of ham sex and the snapping of branches as creatures move about. And then after a moment, it begins to rain upward as water pulls itself up out of the ground and drop by drop falls into the sky. Oh, Ugh. I've just realized I think I know what's happening. Is this just the, the water the water cycle, the water table just happens back and forth here. The water goes down, then it goes up, then it goes down again. Oh my god, it's it's ecology on a flat on a flat earth. Yeah. Like the sun sets all around you and then and the water can't travel around the world, so it just goes up and down. Just like in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a spark against the dark, and we erupt, but it's a slow burn. We take our chance and start to dance. Can see enough to know to turn around. The sound of a bonfire carries over fences, titillates our senses, but we don't need the heat. A chill wind is pushing you into me And it's looking like we might be burning Might be burning Might be burning down But we're a bonfire We keep putting in We keep putting in Oh, we're a bonfire I keep putting in You keep putting in I take your hand But you demand A different love different touch so off we go to burn below the candling 
wasn't quite enough. The sound of a bonfire carries over fences, titillates our senses, but we don't need the heat. A chill wind is pushing you into me, and it's looking like we might be burning, might be burning, might be burning down. But we're a bonfire. I keep putting in, you keep putting in. Oh, we're a bonfire. I keep putting in, you keep putting in. And it's so cold, but I don't care. I pull against you, and I smell your hair, and I hear crickets all around. And in the night, I think they might see your light. 'Cause we're a bonfire, but we're a bonfire. I keep putting in, you keep putting in. Oh, we're a bonfire. I keep putting in, you keep putting in.